Welcome back to the Courtney for Life podcast. I'm Courtney, your taco-loving, power-lifting, sun-soaking host, serving you bite-sized audio bits of all things nutrition, training, mindset, and some real and definitely relatable life experiences without the Instagram filters. Let's dig into today's episode. Strong friends, what's up? Welcome back. Episode 49 of the Courtney for Life podcast. Very excited. Almost at 50. Now, digging right into this episode today, talking about pushing your potential. Now, I want to be completely honest, this episode was inspired by Justin Mihaly on the Grow or Die podcast, one of my recent favorites. I'm completely, I'm going to say piggybacking off of his thoughts and expanding it a little bit more. I just absolutely loved it so much and I kind of, I'm just translating this into my words and how I view it and how I can translate it over to one, my athletes, but also just to everybody else as well. So digging right in, let's go. So if you haven't listened to episode 21 called "Macro uh, Tracking Macros Does Not Equal Weight Loss, please stop and go give that a listen first. That's going to help you better understand what I'm referring to right now. So a re- quick recap on that for those who have listened to it though, is I talk about how simply logging your food intake doesn't mean you're going to lose weight. Something that I think is often misunderstood when I hear people saying, why aren't I losing weight? I'm tracking my macros. But all you're really doing is literally writing down what you're eating. So the same thing applies to training in the gym, or specifically with resistance training for this case. Just because you go into the gym or follow a program, whether it's customized for your goals or not, it doesn't mean you're going to change your body composition or build strength. You need to put in the proper work, aka push your potential. So I want to use my athletes as an example for this. When any of my online athletes have a custom training program, I always request form check videos in the first week of the training phases. It doesn't matter how long they've been training with me or training in general, I always want to be certain they're performing the movements correctly with intention and with purpose. Once we've got the movement pattern down and the muscle emphasis is in place, then we can push. But if that foundation of correct movement and body awareness isn't there, then pushing potential isn't going to be very successful. Another tool that I implement with my athletes is measuring RPE in their exercise sets, rate of perceived exertion. So between the form check videos and the RPE, that's more or less as close as I can get to really seeing their workouts with actually, without actually being in person with them. So once we lock down the good form and movement patterns, it's okay to kind of like push the limits on form if we can feel or see the benefits. For example, if I know that you're doing, or if you know that you're doing dumbbell lateral raises and your form isn't textbook perfect when you start to fatigue, but if you go a little bit heavier and you can still really feel the emphasis on your delts, then I absolutely believe it's okay to have a bit of a form breakdown. It's like there's a fine line that you have to know and be aware of on how to approach. So you need to know when to push, when to be smart enough to know when you're not moving with intent and purpose. So like not ego training, you know? I always teach a healthy and flexible approach to nutrition and training. I don't push my athletes into powerlifting just because it's what I do and what I love. And I don't tell my athletes that they have to train a certain amount of times per week because it is basically like balance in their lifestyle. But I do know that many of them do in fact want to shift their body composition and have more muscle mass. So in order to have more, we need to force the adaption. And that is not easy. 
by any means. I want to be absolutely clear by saying that this mindset or approach is not for everybody. It's not even for all of my athletes too, and that's okay. If my athletes don't align with this mindset, like I said, it's okay. There are a lot of factors to consider and not everyone has a pressing goal to have more muscle mass. I understand and I fully respect that. So as I was writing out my notes for this episode, I was actually reflecting back on my last year of body composition testing updates and progress. A little bit of fat gain here, some lean muscle mass there, a few losses overall. And overall though, there hasn't been much in terms of muscle growth. And yeah, I train hard, I think we all know that. But comparing to what I'm talking about today, honestly, it's not enough. It's not enough to force adaption on my body. So when it comes to bodybuilding, literally building your muscle, which goes just beyond increasing muscle, we need to force the adaption. We need to put the body in an uncomfortable position in order to force it to change in every single workout. I honestly believe that even if you're in a caloric deficit, you can push your body hard enough in order to see composition changes happening. And specifically, I mean muscle-related changes. I think that there's always more that we can do. Our minds have so much potential, and it's our minds that give up before our bodies actually do. When we think we're tired, or we think that's our max, and I think, I, I totally believe, not think, I believe, powerlifting as a sport has taught me this specifically, that there's always more, that I can always push just a little bit more, more than what my mind thinks is capable of. But it's not about trying to kill yourself in every single set of every single session. We know what is safe and what is smart, and like I said, what is ego training. But I am confident that almost anyone can push a little bit more. And if you're listening to my podcast, if you follow me on social media, then the chances are you're in that frame of being where you want to be better and see change. You really need to be going 100% and giving 100% in all the areas properly. Properly. (laughs) When you are training, train 100%. When you're resting, rest 100%, recover 100%, warm up 100%. So give your best effort during those times when you do need to give your best effort. Now that doesn't mean going to failure on every single set. That doesn't mean going into the gym and hitting a one rep max every week. That means that you're following your program to your best potential. That means if you're doing hit cardio, those bursts are all fucking out. That means when you're doing a dynamic warm-up, you're doing the most purposeful, effective dynamic warm-up that supports your specific training for that day. That means you're hitting your macronutrient targets because you know that your body needs that in order to support these training-based changes that we're pushing for. That means if you have a scheduled rest day, then you are resting and not exerting physical energy. Too often I hear or see people saying like, oh, I'm doing active rest. Rest is not active. Rest is rest. So if you're doing active rest, or if you're doing like all this like cardio or going for hikes or all this energy exertion on your rest days, you're not giving your rest days 100%. And if you are doing that correctly and properly, then your two to three or however many rest days a week will be very much needed and benefited from in order to push your potential. If you're able to train consistently, five to six days a week, absolutely you're not pushing hard enough in those sessions, if that's important. At the end of your workouts, think, and this is something I just started writing in my my workout logs every single day. I literally wrote out 
could I have done better? In bold, italicized letters, could I have done better? As a coach, my job is to push my athletes to be better, to get them to reach their goals while feeling happy, healthy, and confident. My job is to assess their biofeedback on a weekly basis and know when they can push their potential. Things like sleep, hunger, recovery, energy, digestion, and stress are all examples of biofeedback that we pay attention to and can help me as a coach push my athletes to improve their potential. Think about how your goals align with your current reality. Are you walking the walk or simply talking the talk? Challenge your mind. Challenge yourself to be better. Don't leave your workouts knowing that you could have done more when your goal is to truly build quality muscle. Put in the work that you know is needed. So I want to challenge you to push your potential in your training sessions. And I am confident that when you do this, you'll see this flow into other elements of your life too. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you loved this episode, please show it by leaving a five taco rating and a quick little review so that I know which topics you're benefiting from. Make sure you're subscribed on here, part of my free email newsletters, and following me on Instagram at Courtney for Life with an underscore. Until next time.